following program contains explicit language and subject matter and is intended for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. Hello? It has to start sometime. What better place than here? What better time than now? And welcome back to Gorilla Radio, the Zero Fucks podcast. Once again, my name's Kamek, I'm your host, and I have a guest host again. One that I've got back from a podcast you would have heard some time ago, my friend JJ. She's back. Hello, hello. Now we spoke about her right at the start to get a bit to know her find out what she does and talk about kids and school and that sort of stuff. Now, we're going to ask a few more questions about what's going on in uh, her mind, what she thinks about things, because she's always good for an opinion. <laughs> so let's get this started and we're going to get straight into it. Here we are. That the days are loaded Everybody rolls With their fingers crossed Everybody knows The war is over Everybody knows The good guys lost Everybody knows The fight was fixed The poor stay poor The rich get rich That's how it goes Everybody knows. Uh-huh. So, welcome back. A few little hiccups here and uh, fucking around with the computer, but we're back. Gotta love technology. Oh. Just when something doesn't go wrong and then everything fucks up. But anyway, we're back and we're sorted. So, we've got to learn a little bit about you. We've got you back now, finally, after... Uh, that first thing. How did you feel after the first podcast? Yeah, pretty good. Comfortable? I think. Yeah, very comfortable. Excellent. So we're going to put you straight to the test. Going to find out a little bit more about you. Oh. This is a questionnaire. Yep. There's eleven answers. If you can answer five, then that's the sort of gauge that we know where you're at. Okay. The uh, questionnaire is. Name five of the 11 of the most bizarre foreign objects found up people's backsides. <laughs> Not from personal experience, I'm just no. going to say. Yeah. The most foreign. Yeah, so there's 11, the answers, and most foreign. So not what people would usually expect. <laughs> All right, knife. Um, no. Gerbil. Oh. I think modern day. Modern day. I don't know, pair of keys. No. Oh. Ev- everyone's got one. Everyone's got one. Pretty oh, much. An asshole. Yeah. Um, well, that's where, we, that's where they end or up. Or an opinion that's stuck up there. Yeah. Uh, a rolling pin. 
fuck. We just gave one up. I don't know. I was thinking it was round in the dirt. A wooden spoon. No. Everyone's got one. Yeah. Well, everyone's got lots of things. No, no one goes anywhere without one. A phone. Yep. Okay. We have an a X-ray. Phone. Well, one. Of a, a phone. Mo- mobile phone. Yeah. No. Yuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ouch. Yep. Uh, microphone. <laughs> I'll just I'll just give you the, the 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 guff on the on the mobile phone. It just says, "Don't you hate it when you can't when you can hear the phone ring but you can't find it?" When you accidentally sat on it. A Georgia lawyer has apparently was apparently showering with his phone, as you do. As you do. When he slipped and fell right on top of the ringing mobile. How could that possibly yeah. happen? And it says it gives a new a new whole meaning to... To the uh, ringtone? Butt dialing. Oh, butt dialing. So that's one. I'm not that imaginative, am I? Foreign objects. These are pretty wild. Yeah. I don't think my head goes that wild. Come on, you've got to share then. All right, what about... I've got one out of 11. Give me some clues. Uh... What are they made of? <laughs> <laughs> Plastic metal or... Well, here's a pla- there's a plastic one, yeah. A plastic one. And, and actually, this is not... A un- brush. It's not uncommon. I don't know why this was so bizarre. A hairbrush? Uh, no. It's very popular, but not on this list, no. Okay. What about a... Um, well, let, let's... Oh, there's a couple. Let's, let's okay. start with standard stuff. A glass bottle. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. So I'm thinking, I was trying to think of a little bit more obscure yeah. when you started saying, when I said knife, because I have heard that there has been... A knife. A knife. Yeah. A farmer had to tell doctors at a University of Mississippi medical centre that he had a bottle stuck up his nether regions. How did he get up there? The 72-year-old used the nearby dumping ground to defecate, but when his wooden limb snapped, he <laughs> fell backward heavily and onto the glass on bottle. bottle. Yeah. yeah. It was intact. I don't think so. No. Um, this one out of Hong Kong. Yep. A live eel. Accidentally. A 50-year-old okay. ended up in the A&E in Hong Kong with suspected perinitis, inflammation of the bowel. Yep. But the radiograph showed the shadow of an eel. An eel. And the abdominal pain was actually the eel biting his colon. Oh. He later admitted that he inserted the 50 centimetre fish to help him with constipation. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't he heard of laxatives? What the fuck? Come on. Um, a love egg. A love egg? It's a sex toy. Yeah. Well, that's pretty standard, isn't it? That's what I'm saying. You're saying foreign, so I was thinking, yeah. you know. But I think it's more to do with the story behind it. Say, so, for instance, this one. An A&E worker described how a man came to hospital with a vibrating love egg stuck inside him. It had been there for three days. Now, you know Jim Jeffries tells a story about having a vibrating mm. egg stuffed in his ass mm. and how he got it out there. Okay. Yeah. He had, come home, he had come home from a stag do in Amsterdam and went straight to the A&E and the A&E worker made a joke about waiting for the batteries to run out. <laughs> He burst into tears saying that it had been vibrating the entire time, driving him insane. Three days. It took him three days to get to the hospital? Yeah, well, that's the other thing too. Yeah. Um, light bulbs. I never understand light bulbs. No. Yeah. 
Light bulbs. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't a bright idea. The light bulb is said <laughs> to have shattered as it is being removed. Of course it would. Yeah. It's a, a vanity light bulb, like the, you know, the screw-in types of yeah. mirrors. Yeah. Not a big halogen light. No. <laughs> Okay. Um, a norbergine, an eggplant. And basically, um, oh yeah, 19 centimetre long vegetable was stuffed inside and, and adjacent to the gallbladder. The patient was also suffering with a four centimetre collection of fluid and gas, according to the report. Fucking hell. I'm actually looking at the x ray. I'm glad you've got the pictures, not me. No, yeah. yuck. I don't get it. Okay, what about this one? We got on the mobile phone. Yeah. Um, deodorant can, deodorant spray. A 23-year-old may have been trying to get rid of the bad smell after <laughs> they uh, inserted an aerosol can up there. The man, it's always man, isn't it? Yeah. Why is you, it? Because you're weird. Fucking because we're animals, we're fucking savages. Because soap on a rope doesn't do it for you anymore, apparently. I'm just going to go back and say um, the 70s are calling. They want to know about soap, <laughs> soap on a rope. On a rope. Yeah. Uh, the man arrived at a hospital in Saudi Arabia complaining of lower abdominal pain. The mystery was solved by x-rays. It's like um, like a can of links, like a big kick-ass can. Why? Uh, I just, yeah. So you say why, they say why not. Exactly. I go, because of this, you have to go to the hospital. It's called foreign object. Yeah. It's not flexible. I think it's most... It's not bendy. Most um, hospitals have, uh, uh, what do they call them? Like trophy cabinets. Oh, you'd have to. How would you be oh. being a doctor or a nurse in ER? Oh, yeah. All right, it's bad enough that you're the goose that's come in with something foreign stuck up your butt. Yeah. That... Come on, let's be honest. You've put up your butt, yeah, or asked somebody else to yeah. put up your butt, yeah. And fun times have gone wrong. You've had to go to the hospital. Mistakes have been made. Mistakes <laughs> have been made. Yeah. And now it's going to be oh, on yeah. public record, <laughs> and we're going to have photos to prove it. And we're all going to have shits and giggles at the end of our shift. And we're entitled to that because we're the poor suckers that have had to. And someone's going to wash out it of it and go and stick it in the cabinet. Yeah, imagine. I wonder others. if they ask for it back, mobile phone. Oh, you'd have to. Would it? Wouldn't it be damaged with fluid? Like you're going to have to put it in a bag of rice or what? I <laughs> <laughs> rice is going to save it. <laughs> well, you know, don't they say that when you put your water yeah. in a bag yeah. of rice and just it's put in the rice? Just put it in the rice and work. Nah. Yeah. What about um? Ugh, fuck. Yeah. Um, concrete mix. Why did someone tell them to harden the fuck up? That's exactly right. Doctors found... This is fucking... Weird. When they say take a spoon of cement, it doesn't mean literally. Yeah. Doctors found a rock-solid object just inside the anal sphincter of a 27-year-old. Male? Yeah. The unemployed man injected the... <laughs> unemployed man. Liquid adhesive. Don't you love how they like? They've got to just okay. It's not bad enough. He's he's got X-rays of his asshole. No, but we're going to tell you he hasn't got a job. Either. No, um, he was just yeah trying to be a concreter. Inside his rectum, using a dual chambered glue gun, which hardened and became fixed. No shit. No, he wouldn't shit. That's there you right. Go. Okay, so we've got two to go. I thought this would 
you clean up on this. No, I didn't. What? <laughs> no, no, like yes or no. Oh, okay. No. No. I'm not that. No, I'm just winding you up. Yeah. What about um, a dildo stuck for six months? Oh, please. Sex toys are obviously the most common objects that get stuck. Yeah. This 64-year-old, what do you think, man or a woman? I'm going to say female. No, it's a man. Oh, see, I thought, see, girls, we are <laughs> way, 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 way more smarter than these males. Had a dildo lodged inside him for six months before it was removed by doctors in, yeah, removed by six months. He reportedly endured a world trip with a vibrator making it the most travelled foreign body in his rectum. That's a world record to be proud of. Six months he travelled with dildo up his ass. Okay. Okay. The final one, and this is, this is going to ruin a lot of people's childhood. I've actually seen this x-ray oh, several times. What? Is it a doll, Barbie doll? Not not Barbie. Not Ken? It's Ken. No, not G. Ken. G.I. Joe. Come more modern. I better not be one of those Brax dolls with those big bubble heads. Oh, no. This is a bit worse than that. Prepare to have your childhood completely ruined. Sonic Hedgehog, what? There's not a lot of uh, information surrounding this incident, which is... But here's the x-ray. It was a Buzz Lightyear toy. Oh, you're kidding. The full thing. It would have been better with Woody. At least you could pull his string. Yeah. Well, all all I could think about is the wings of Buzz if they fly out. To infinity and beyond, hey? That's going to leave a mark. Yeah, don't, yeah. Have you ever been constipated? Yeah. Have you? Yeah. It's pretty common with women, isn't it? It can be. Women have, in my history of being with women, they have the most obscure things happen in their body Mm -hmm. for men. We don't understand. And it's like for men we go, yeah, we shit twice a day every day. And women go, oh, yeah, and I think I had a shit on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And you go, what? Mm. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. No, you're right. You are, men are a lot more regular. Oh, yeah. But when, when you try to explain that, like you, you try to have that conversation with a man about, what do you mean you don't shit every day? Well, I don't shit every day. What do you that's, mean? Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. How, do, how do you hold it in? Yeah. Well, you don't. It's just not coming out. Yeah. All right. Now, getting a little bit to know about you. I've got other questions. Other than, yes, occasionally I have. Been constipated. Yeah. No, no, no. And it came up because, well, I've had a couple of friends' stories about being constipated. Yeah. I'm just thinking if you had those things inside you, you obviously would suffer from it. But, um, well, you would think because some, how does it get yeah. past yeah. some of those objects? But I, the, there was a guy on, uh, on Facebook and it's to do with a, a diet program, yeah, and yeah. eating and stuff. And <laughs> the guy said, Hey, listen, uh, I've got any queries of you guys. Like, um, I'm, I've been on this this program now for a couple of days and I'm just starting to feel a bit backed up. How do you... Have you got any ideas? Mm. And a bloke sort of come back to... I actually laughed out loud. It was that funny. Guy's like, yeah, yeah, I, I go with Metamucil. Just mm-hmm. throw that in your shake and just a couple of scoops. Bit of fibre. Yeah. The bloke goes, good fibre. <laughs> and one bloke come back and goes, yeah. I find when I'm laying... What did he say? I'm laying out a tree or I'm laying out a trunk. Look, it was basically saying that, yeah, at first for him he was he felt like he was shitting a tree. It's <laughs> just fuck. Oh, that's good, Facebook. Thank you. All right. There's another game that we're playing here. We've played with Neil before. Right. This is called the Prowse Questionnaire. Okay. I don't know if you've heard of it before. No. Okay. 
It has its origins to a parlour game popularised but not devised by Marcel Proust, who's a French essayist and, and a novelist, who believed that in answering these questions, the individual reveals him or her true self. There a question that's 35. 35 questions? Yeah. Yep. I'm going to ask you to pick a number between 1 and 35. But I'll just give you the, the, the basic, how I come across them. Um, Vanity Fair magazine wanted to do a interview with Ricky Gervais. Mm-hmm. And they send him this questionnaire. We loved Ricky. Yeah. And that's their... They, to everyone that's going to be interviewed for Vanity Fair, yep. that's their research thing. They okay. send them this. And I think Ricky didn't play the game and or made up answers. But No, he couldn't have I know, it's a shock. That. Oh, my goodness. But they're actually... Firstly, we get to know about you, mm. but when you're answering, you, you'll come, well, not always, but comes comes out what something you might not think about regularly. Yeah. 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 So, number between one and 35? Seven. Seven. Lucky seven. Lucky for some. This is interesting. What is your current state of mind? My current state of mind? Mm. Um. Current state of mind is actually quite relaxed, but about to start changing the gears. Work's coming back on board. Okay, you've been on holidays for too long. Six weeks. Is it six weeks now? Five and a half. We get the holidays. So yeah. Five and a half. Yeah, and like you know, you get the typical oh, you teachers with all your holidays. You do get burnt out. Um, I say that. You do. You do get burnt out. Mm. Um, and I say need, that to you all the time. Yeah. Ten weeks and you're off again. Yep. Yeah. And you need to be recharged. So my state of mind's very much probably, yeah, the engine's running again and the car's out and um, game Get, on. Getting ready to go game back to Game on, work. yeah. Bring on the challenges of 2020. All right. Pick another number. Mm, 24. Oh, I think I know the answer to this one. What is your favourite occupation? My job. There you go. Yeah, I love my job. And I know it's, you know, a lot of people can't say that and I find that really sad. I never thought I would love, love it, you know. I Like, it being my second career, um, I think when you find your passion and you find something that you are good at or you feel you are good at and, you you know, you get that from your words, it's, it's not a job yeah. to me. Um, yeah, it can be a bit overwhelming at times. But, yeah, it's exactly what I do. Is it, um, is it the only thing I'd want to do? Oh, absolutely not. But, yeah, it's the occupation that I have and, yeah, I You're love it. You're pretty passionate about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the key. I yeah. say to my kids, I don't care what you do, but find something that… You love. Yeah. Because find if, something that makes you happy. Yeah, because if you love it, everything gets easier. Exactly. Do you think, and I'm not out there fending… Defending teachers by any means. Oh, you know, I know you wouldn't be. No. <laughs> um, but do you think that teachers get paid appropriately? Because I can tell you when oh, we... Oh, interesting question. Because we talked about nurses previously. Mm. I don't think nurses get anywhere what near what they're worth. No, I agree. And I'd say for a teacher we would go hands off to nurses. Yeah. You know, we... Well, I know a lot of my teacher friends, like, we go, if there was a worst 
occupation that really doesn't get the credit financially. Yeah. And it is the nurses. They're the ones that are there all the time. They're the ones that are there, you know, by that side. In a, not the doctors. No. And hat off to all of our health workers. But, yeah, nurses definitely. Teachers. Um, we don't get paid bad. If you're going to compare us to public servants, we get paid good. If you're going to compare us to other occupations that have had to go through uni and all of that stuff. And really, a teacher is so many things now, just yeah. like a parent. Yeah. So many different things. You're a counsellor, you're a psychologist, you're a, you know, a mentor, a, you know, all of those things. Oh, and, and also, look at you coming up the ladder, you're a business manager. Oh, more and more. I'm, yeah. You know, and I remember um, I went on a girls' weekend away and um, oh, it was a few years back and with some girls that I didn't know, was, you know, that well, we all, you know, someone brought a friend and all of this and we were sitting around one night and there was another lady there that is an assistant principal like myself and um, it was one of her girlfriends just going on about how busy, you know, her life is and work and it's so all these pressures and, you know, she had to do all these reports and I'd worked in the corporate world so I knew, you know, what she was talking about and... We just sort of had a smile and she goes, oh, well, you guys wouldn't get it, you know, like, you know, you don't, you're not in a business. Well, mm. the head tilted, the shoulders sort of arced up and I was ready and I was like, I don't, and the other teacher sort of looked at me and said, pointed at me, say, it's all yours. I said, really? I said, we're not in a business. And she said, well, no, what business are you? I said, oh, yeah. the future of this country. You know, we train everybody who's going to be everything. Yeah. So... Yeah, tricky question. I think I think they we should be paid more to a certain extent. Um, me personally being an exec, I'm I'm happy with my wage. If I was on an hourly rate. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's not a 9 to 3 job. Yeah, that's right. You know, Unlike not if others. not if you are a good a good yeah. practitioner. Um, so yeah, I think I do think though you should be – they're trying to bring it in, you know, they've tried to bring it in with, you know, if you're a teacher that doesn't really want to go the executive way, you can do all these things to become a higher teacher and get hot paid higher. Um, but, man, they make you go through the, the ringer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For executives, there's no incentive. So, yeah, I think most – well, they're saying that the average teacher earns around – 70. And when you say average, you're talking about new teachers with seniors, so you're looking in the middle. Yeah. Um, if you're a senior teacher these days, you're just under the six figures. So... Yeah. Yeah. What if, um, what if they increase the wages mm -hmm. but they up the criteria and re-examined every school teacher, like as in they lifted the bar... For the oh, sorting the lazy yeah, shit yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I definitely think, again, just my opinion, I definitely think the bar's low. Yeah. Um, which is a real a real shame. And I have seen people that I've went through uni with, oh, really? Um, and like anything, the the smartest person in the room is not going to make the best teacher. The You know, the student that gets the HD and 98%... You know, they've, it's got to have a connection. I think with anything with dealing with the public, you've got to have. Yeah. You've got to have that. You know, whether you're a salesman, whether you're a teacher, whether you're a banker or a nurse, you've got to have that people. Yeah. Those people skills, and unfortunately, there are some people that are in the profession 
for the wrong reason and there are some people that have been in there for too long. And become stagnant? And become stagnant. Do you th- are we still getting enough both male and female becoming teachers, like, like gender balance? or Because I know there's a lot of women that are becoming teachers. Yeah. Um, do we get the balance? Do we need that balance? Fuck, I'm turning this into the teacher's podcast. You are, and yeah, we weren't going to go down there. Um, no. I think we've got the balance is fine in high school. Yeah. I think you've got still a lot of – and I can understand so many men probably not wanting to do primary now um, with the littlies. I think the littlies are still easier though in the way they are still kids. Even when they leave us, yeah, they're only yeah. 12. Yeah. I would be more worried as a 21, 22-year-old male – going into high school and teaching yep. 17, 18-year-old yeah, yeah. females that if you weren't in that profession, you could possibly date or be attracted to yeah. because there's age, yeah. but you know, you know, and that would be really tricky. Um, I don't think we do have the equality of men in primary school. However, and I'm being political here, I still think that um, males climb up the ladder quicker. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Boys club? I think it can be. And okay. boys club doesn't necessarily mean you have to be a boy to be in that club though either. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, I think like anything, sometimes it is what you know, not what you know but who, who you, you know. know. It can be political. Yeah. Um, I think it's a really – I still think it's a really good career for both male and female. I do. Yeah, I do too. I, I, my, my son was um – contemplating it and he may at some stage later on um, and he wants to give back but he's sort of fine. Yeah, kids are fine in their way, you know. Yeah. Young adults. Um, I think, as I say, I think it's very unrewarding. I give teachers a hard time because of my experiences with the dickhead teachers but then I think about the good ones. Yeah. And there are more good than bad. Yeah. And it's a really hard, um, it's a hard profession to wean out the bad, if you know what I mean. Yeah. It's more, if we've got some lemons, let's turn it into lemonade. I know it sounds really cliche, but at the end of the day, they're not bad people. It's not the peop- person, it's the practice. Um, I've worked with some brilliant teachers, you know. Mm. Um, I did have a really not so good um, experience on one of my pracs. Yeah. And you learn what not to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. All right, let's leave that. Park that there. Yeah, park give, it. Give me another number. 11. Legs 11. <laughs> Which living person do you most despise? <laughs> Which living person? Oh, I don't really despise. And you can't say. I'm not going to say the big T. I'm not going to despise anyone. The big T? Yeah, Trumpy. Oh, no, I thought you were going to go with Greta. No. Oh, just she's just a marketing tool for a yeah. political agenda as well. She's um Yeah, we won't go down that track. No. Despise. Oh. That's an interesting question though, isn't it? Yeah. Which living person? He's not alive now. You if you would have asked me last year, yeah. I would have said Malat. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. And I think probably cuz that was around our time um especially we're having babies. Well, we were that age too, yeah. you know, and I know that area very well where he was. Yeah. And didn't live far from that area at that time. Yeah. 
So, yeah. I And look, I'm not going to say a person despise anybody that does anything cruel to kids. Can't handle mm. pedophiles. Um, just people that are really nasty, nasty. A person individually? No. I'm not that hateful. To yeah. be honest. It's, it's an interesting question. It's, yeah, um, it's a really interesting question. Because I, I don't like to live in the negativity of despising yeah, anyone. I don't. Yeah, too much time wasted. I wouldn't say I despise... Yeah, who do you despise? ScoMo. <sighs> but when I say I, I wouldn't, I don't... Wouldn't want to have a beer with him. No. Not my type of person. Well, you know why you wouldn't, because... He doesn't know shit. <laughs> um, Scotty knows nothing. Mm. Uh, I don't despise him though. Yeah, I'm it's, actually it's embarrassed. Very, I'm embarrassed for him. It's a very strong word. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. embarrassed for him, and he's and he's how it's worked out. Yeah, I do despise. Here we go. I do despise people that light bushfires. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think. That, like let's yeah. Because <laughs> they're just attention seekers. Absolutely, and really, really, really don't like not only people that light fires. Oh, you can say looters. The fire. Oh, that too, but. People that actually volunteer or are firemen. Yeah. And go and light fires. Yeah. That's a psychopathic trait. Crazy. Yeah. That's, is that basically is yeah. a, a, like attention seeking. Yeah. And they they love it. Like yeah. they love it. Yeah. Fucking maniacs. Crazy. Looters shit me. Yeah. And like. <laughs> I'd be stabbing them. I'd just be just stabbing them and letting yeah. them bleed in the streets. Fuck them. I think that's the lowest form you. You, you're going to leave your house. someone while they're down. Yeah, you're going to leave your house because it's going to catch on fire and people are going to steal and shit. Yeah. Fuck. Okay. It's getting dark. Come back with another number. Give me something. Oh, okay. Oh, 28. Who is your hero of fiction? <laughs> My hero of fiction. Well, she's probably the first lady... Author that I really, really got into, and you're not. I know you're exactly who's in. Do you want me to answer it for you? Yeah, Jackie Collins. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Because I love Hollywood. I love, you know, all of that. So yeah, and I'd be like sitting there and reading, going, wonder who this really is about. That's because a, they were all that's exactly stories right. that she, yeah. you know. And there's one I'm going, is that Sting or is that Phil Collins? You know, and yeah, I just, um, it was my first really adult reading. And How old were you when you were reading Jackie her. Collins? Oh, well, I remember when I was at business college, I used to... And we were talking about this off um, off air about, uh, you know, people listening to whatever you're listening to. And back in the day, like if you caught a train, yeah, you'd read a book. Yeah. And, you know, I remember reading Jackie Collins and I'd like make sure that the cover, you know, so, so people, people couldn't see what I was reading. They might think, oh, my goodness, she's a bit, you know, out there. And, um, yeah, so, oh, probably 15, 16. But I think I remember actually watching um, – they did a series, mini-series of it. And so Anthony Hopkins was in it. And it was on Hollywood Wives. Wives. It was on Hollywood one. Wives. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I went, wow, you know, because my mum was – my mum was – we're into Dynasty and Dallas. You know, 80s. 80s yeah, was yeah, big. Yeah. You know, and I was like, wow. And um, I really, really, really fell in love with Jackie when she um, did 
did Lucky Santa Angelo trilogy. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, chances and chances Lucky. Of, chances, Lucky, and then Lady Boss. Lady Boss, and like yeah. I just envisioned, I wanted to be Lucky Santa Angelo. I sound like your gay pal right <laughs> now. I was just, you know, I love Gino and I love, you know, and yeah. that sort of branched me off into Sydney Sheldon. Okay. Um, really liked him as well and Harold Robbins. So, yeah, I was a bit of a – however, saying all of that, I did not get on the bandwagon with Fifty Shades. I was like we were talking about with TV too, with the hype. You know, I had my girlfriend was reading it and the, the boys, her boy and my boy were f- um, really good friends back then and she'd leave it. You know, on the table, they'd get it and they'd, you know, it's mummy porn. And I just, oh, yeah, you know, like I was like, oh, is this for the, I don't know, I just, I love it. And I do and I ended up loving the movies, but I didn't, I wasn't on the chase. No. You know what I mean? Like I've got the three books and I've read the three movies, you know, watched the three movies and all of that stuff, but. um, The movies are entertaining, there's no doubt about it. You've got to see things for what they are. Yeah. But. Talking about that too and branching from fiction, you know, books that are turned into movies and all of that stuff. So you can see what sort of books I liked reading for pleasure. Um, and then turning into a movie and the big thing, you know, with that. Um, I still didn't – it didn't thrill me or um, excite me in the way – and I think being older and a bit more experienced in life and that, that um, nine and a half weeks did. When I was yeah. 16. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you haven't got that experience, you know. Like that was, to a, to a degree, a bit of soft porn. Yeah. You know, like it was very The raunchy. chemistry of those, those two in, in – Elizabeth and, and John. Is, was mind-blowing. Yeah. And when you're only young and you're just about to – you know, you're starting to identify your own sexuality and yeah. what you're attracted to and all of that stuff. So, oh, don't get me wrong – Fifty Shades, you know, with the Red Room and all of that. But it's like, yeah. So At the sh- end of the day, it was a love story. You know? that, that's exactly It's a love story. And that's what it was. That's what it was. It was she freed him from it, his, you know, demons. T- to me, looking at it, it was entry-level BDSM for vanilla couples. Yeah. That's because it really was like, oh, oh, he did, oh, oh. And I'm like, mm, yeah, next. Yeah. Like. We've all been there. No, clearly not. So I think it was about to entice. It, it was, it was a good marketing, probably. Yeah. A bit, a bit like Twilight. Yeah. When Twilight came out. You know, yeah. it, it fit that market. What did girls need? Yeah. Girls that little niche, it. and it, they just grabbed it. Yeah. And there was, a, um, it was interesting because I don't know if you've watched it. There was a series um, called Satisfaction. The Australian one. The Australian one about, about two, three, two. Yeah, the brothel. Yeah, and they had a S and M. Yeah, yeah, girl yeah. in that, you yeah. know, and um, yeah, I think it's just really, I suppose, people more. I t- that was a pretty hot show, by the way. Oh, Liam Hemsworth, thank you very much. Yeah, when he was just um, yes, very nice. Got the butt shot, Madeline West. Yeah, yeah um, Madeline West didn't leave much imagination. Did no, she? Like she, you know, there was a few of them in yeah. there that didn't, but um, it was that, and it's that exploring. Um, it's not freaky and weird. It's just different. It's sex. And it's sex. Yeah, I have an issue. So one of my biggest issues always is there becomes a stigma that's surrounded around the likes of BDSM or sex or sexuality. You can't show this, you can't. Yet our action movies and horror movies 
push the limits way beyond oh. and none of us are going to kill other people. Yeah. But majority of us are going to have sex. Yeah. And that's that's that's, that's a balance I struggle with. Mm. Um, coming back to Hollywood husbands, I'll tell you something funny. Oh, sorry, Jackie Collins. Mm. My first involvement. I'm a, I'm a toilet reader, right? I go to the toilet, I read a book. Mm-hmm. That's my thing. Um. Not to get into too much information because I know you're clearly not asking. No, not at all. But my theory spending is... spending way too long in the toilet. I just go in there, I read my book, I forget. I'm not even paying attention to anything that goes on, right? Everything just happens and then I go, oh, I'm done. What, the book or you've done? Downstairs. Yeah. It just empties out and I go, oh, okay, well, I'm done and I clean Light up. the match and walk out. Clean out and I'm up, I'm gone. So for me, I've always been a reader. When I was 16, what am I, 16? Yeah, 17, 17. High school girlfriend, mm-hmm. you may know of. Um, initial start with J? Yes. <laughs> she happened. Second initial P? Yes. Yeah, okay. She happened to have uh, Hollywood husbands. Yep. She was reading. Yep. And uh, I said, you got something to read? And she went, oh, I'll just take this. And I went. Fucking Jackie Collins, my mum reads this shit. What's this? I must have spent a good 25 minutes. Yeah. One thing I'm going to give Jackie Collins for any of her books, and this is why I'm laughing about being your gay gal pal, um, the way that she writes them, she writes like um, like a soapy mm-hmm. where it'll be this scene, Yep. cut to this scene. Yep. And the background check of those characters and how they've ended yeah. up where they've ended up and at the yeah. end they all intervene. Yeah. So when you're reading it, mm. it's like watching a soapy. Yeah. And the fact that you, like you say, she's based these on real life characters. Yeah. Of course her sister, obviously Joan Collins, is in the thick of it. Well, she was, you know, two movies, The Bitch and The Stud. Yeah. Which were her t- two of her earlier movies. Yeah, exactly. So she, she knows in. all the goss. Yeah. She's amongst it. And lives it. Mm. She's dead now, isn't she? Yes. Yeah, Jackie Collins. And she hid that from everyone. What? Oh, did she? Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. yeah she told girl. them once. She didn't want them to know until she was like pretty much. Fucked. I didn't want you to worry. Yeah. Okay. See you later. Yeah, right. Mm. But um, so I read Hollywood Husbands, which was, I think Hollywood Wives might have been late 70s, early 80s. Yeah. I think that was like one 80s. of her books that really launched it. It's the one that like – it's probably the one that really catapulted her into worldwide. Like yeah. Because The Bitch and The Stud were both really based around London and the London nightclub scene yeah, okay. and all of that sort of stuff. And then you had The World is Full of Married Men and The World is Full of Divorced Women. Okay. Like and they were smaller. But – Hollywood Wives was the one that I think catapulted her worldwide. Yeah. And hence, you know, they made the movie or the TV show of it. And then Lucky um, and Chances, that was – and that miniseries was huge. And I was like, who's going to play Lucky Santangelo? You was know? it good? Yeah, I, lo- I, like, I liked it. But yeah. um, like anything, the book's always better. Yeah. Um, I, as I said, Nicola, I, I, I thought Nicola that was good. Sheridan played Lucky Santangelo, a brunette Nicolette Sheridan. Oh. Yeah. Actually, I wouldn't have picked her. Yeah, and the other one that played um, her was, um, oh, what was her name? Someone Delaney, I can't remember. 
Not Dharma Deloney. No, 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 no. Way before her. Yeah. Um, yeah, just a, not a, a big known yeah, okay. actress. Nicolette Sheridan, I guess, at the time was the, go, the go-to go girl. Yeah, well, she was in between Knox Landing. It was before Desperate Housewives. Look at you. You love it. Even I, You know, it's really scary for me. I even know crap about TV shows that I don't watch. How is that? Because I... Just read all know. the trash or I watch e-news and, yep. you know, I'm a licorice all sorts. Like for somebody that's quite intelligent in intellect in some ways, I really but we, but love yeah. all of that. That's my thing. But that is that a, a go-to as a kickback thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I've got the, like I've got the Bachelor of Arts in drama as well. So yeah. I love all that sort of stuff, all that crap. My old man who's 73... ...is an officiato on Home and Away. It's probably only been for about 10 years. Mm. He would leave the pub, like he lived across the road... Yeah. ...to make sure he was home at 7 o'clock to watch Home and Away. We actually have a guy at our club. Yeah. Um, trucky, old guy. Yeah. Bit of a bar fly. Same thing. I haven't heard him... Oh, I don't see him that much. I'm not up as much as I used to be up there. But um, he'd watch on... Um, it was either on Saturday or Sunday and it'd be seven plus or something. We'd do the catch-up for the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And watch the lot. And he'd have to go and do his little binge for the... And I was like, wow. Yeah. Really? I was surprised. My dad and, and my dad would read... This is, a, you know, people look for kickback or relax or yeah. whatever. And my dad would really read the, the Sunday papers. He's still the only bloke I know that buys papers. Mm. And uh, he would buy the Sunday papers and he'd be like, oh, you see, you know, what's the name? Nicole, uh, uh, is it Nicole? Ada, no, the the Greek sounding girl from. Oh yeah, Nicola Ada or whatever. Ada. No, what's her name? Nick, is it Nicola or Nicole at Akadiga? Yeah, yeah, I know Greek, which one you're yeah. talking about. Yep, you go. Oh, look at this. You see, your husband pissed her off, don't you? Oh, husband left her. No, no, no. He pissed her off. Oh, okay, of course he did. But it was like he took a vested interest in it's real. the actors yeah. outside of, oh, well, you know. And I, so everyone's got their um, kickback, I guess, or their relaxation. Yeah, or their interest. Yeah. For whatever I, reason it is. But, um, yeah, 73 years old watching Home and Away, it sort of makes me a bit feel. Yeah. I just get really worried about when you hear people talk about shows like it's their friends, like they're really like, this is real, you know. No, it's a show. And that's where you've got to really look at, um, you know, and I've had people go, really, do you watch that? You know, and I go, yeah, why? Why do you watch? And I used to watch all the Real Housewives. I only watch one in particular yep. now. And that's Beverly Hills. Do you think any of those are staged? Oh, of course. Yeah, okay. You know, of course. They're not probably like staged. scripted, in, I mean. Yeah, well, okay, I think they are to a certain a cert, to a certain degree, and the reason I say that, and it was really interesting about oh, going to be five years this year, I went to LA, and we, me being me, you know, I wanted to go and see, and I went to Sir, which is one of um, Lisa Vanderpump's oh yeah 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 um, yep. shows, and it's the one that was based around Vanderpump Rules, and it was the one that you know, and we were there, and we're sitting there, and I had the goat's cheese balls. And I looked at the waitress and I went, you're on Vanderpump Rules. And it was Christina. It was one of the, the sort of sidekicks that works there but isn't in all the shows. 
and Katie was there as well. So they actually worked there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Sheena was there as well, you know, two of the girls that were actually in the show and got a photo with, you know, had to do the, you know, the thing and got a, a photo. A photo. Of course. And got the photo with Katie and Christina and I just said to, I said to Christina, I said, why aren't you on the show permanently? And she said, got off it. So they're under contract. Yeah. And she said, I'm, and as she was saying it, she was smiling at me as if to go, I know this is so cliche. I'm a you know, wanting to be an actress. Yeah. And my boyfriend didn't want to be a part of the show either. And, you know, you can't have, like, if you're going to look at my life and we live together, yeah, he didn't want to yeah, do yeah. it. So, and I think that's what people have to realise too. If you're going to go on a reality TV show and you start talking about your family. Yeah. Um, you know, they're not the ones that signed up for it. So she said and she didn't want to be committed to that. So I thought, oh, yeah, fair enough. But, you know, we all know it's their little in to get their 15 minutes of fame. For some of them it lasts longer. So now you've raised a really big issue when we talk about reality TV. Yeah. Because I'm a fan mm. in some so regards. So am I. In others now I'm starting to get annoyed. Yep. So I don't know if you've heard the podcast. I spoke to Jess from Married at First Sight. The Good Maths. Yeah. Good Jess. Good Jess. She's a bomb. Um, and I'm going to talk to her shortly, coming up actually, just about the spin on it. Yeah. Particularly maths. Yeah. So. I've got a friend of mine that's actually one of the editors for maths. Oh, really? Yeah, well not, it's actually um, a friend that you have met, it's her partner. He's um, an editor and he's been an editor for maths. Okay. So I don't know if it's this last season that's just like about to come on air. Yeah. Um, yeah. You Interesting. Need, you need to talk to him. Yeah, like. Ah, oh, but then again, we don't want to give. He up. probably, you know, he's he's um does the editing, so like you know, mm. and that's where the show happens. That's baby. exactly where it happens. Exactly, yeah. you know, they set you up to be that type of person. But yes, before you go on about maths, yeah, what I found interesting is I love you know we've got Dancing with the Stars or I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here and All Stars Survivor and all of these things and I go okay well what do we define as a star? There's been A grade celebrities, B grade celebrities. Man, I think we've got A B C D and E. When you're seeing X reality stars from a show on one network, yeah, and I will use maths for example, Dancing with the Stars, Dean. From maths, married at first sight, yeah, is now on going to be on Dancing with the Stars. Ryan, from the same series of maths, oh, yeah, he's in the he jungle. was the one. He's in the jungle. Yeah. Now, Charlotte from Geordie Shore is in the jungle. Erin from Love Island. I didn't even watch Love Island. I'm going. All right, I knew who Charlotte was, um, and I sort of I knew who Ryan was from. You know, I'm going. How were they celebrities? No, they're not. I get Rhonda Birchmore. I yeah. get Miguel. I even get the sports celebrities. But when you're a reality celebrity that really hasn't done much and now we're going to just keep extending, yeah, you know? It just gives them a life. Yeah. Angie Kent, this is going to be her third reality show. What the fuck is she on now? Dancing with the Stars. Oh, she's not. She is. She's still with Goggle the Box. Don't know. Gogglebox, Bachelorette, yeah. which I have to admit I love to rest the Bachelorette, I'll be honest. Yeah. Um... Now it's going to be on Dancing with the Stars. It's like if you want to have your little get your get into TV now, yeah. get in through reality TV. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. So I, I 
if uh, get me all encompassed now. <laughs> so last season, last year, I watched The Bachelor. Yep. For the first time. Yep. No, very first time. I think they're still together. No. No, they're not. No, he fucked her off really early. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I don't even follow through. You follow through with all your Daily Mail and all that rubbish. Yeah. Um, yeah, not not that long after. Like, they did all the press junket and went around everywhere and and then the, the same people that were putting shit on... You know, Abby. Abby. I have my own opinion about that. Yeah. I... I follow her on Instagram because I, I wanted to understand her side of a lot of stuff. Mm. And she literally says, well, they're slut shaming. That's what they're really doing. I don't even care about that part of it. Yeah. For me, I didn't, that never phased me with a woman going after what she wanted. Yeah. It was, and again, it's what we see is it's the editing. Editing, yeah. It's what came out of her mouth to the girls and what came out of her mouth to him. Yeah, it yeah, wasn't yeah, yeah, that yeah. The she two was. Sides it of wasn't it. that she was horny and wanted to, you know. And we know that, like, and it's all intense. And sure, yeah. if that's what she wanted to do, um, there's. I've got nothing wrong with that. It's that you're being a hypocrite to yourself, or you're contradicting yourself. Yeah. I think that was more the thing that I think the girls probably had more of a problem with. I think the public wanted to slut shame her. Yeah, and I, th- I think that not, was tough because it's I, I thought not so much the girls because the girls weren't seeing what we were seeing. No, no. Because when she was like that, it was when yeah, it was them right. and the camera. It wasn't they didn't see that. They saw the oh, does she really want to have kids and you know yeah, all of that yeah, sort of yeah. stuff and what she was saying to them and what they felt. That's the way I portrayed it, and that I thought the public more pub- like slammed like slammed her for. Do you think that's standard behaviour though? In as I said, I've not watched the, the show, never watched the full season before. I've only ever watched bits and pieces and I just get I get bored. Yeah. But I watched this purposely for content for the podcast. Yeah. But I wanted to understand it and now... I, I get... think it's more staged the more and more it's come on board. I think mm. probably when at beginnings of shows, I think they're probably a little bit more authentic. But I think like anything, you look at... Um, all right, let's go back to some really the start of reality reality shows. Mm-hmm. Um, not so much Big Brother, but look at MasterChef, okay? Yeah. Let's look at MasterChef. First MasterChef winner, Julie Goodwin. Oh, she's the first one. Mm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, first MasterChef winner, Julie Goodwin, a housewife cooking. Now, what are we now? How many seasons on? Yeah. She would not win that show now. No. Because she what make it through the auditions. Yeah, because the formula yeah. has just gotten, you know. The other one, My Kitchen Rules, I, which I just threw away years ago. Yeah. It's just too long and, you know, Pete getting more. Fucking Pete getting long. more and more and more orange. And then the series got longer and longer. It was yeah. like it starts in February and finishes in September. Um, again, you know, and Ash Pollard. Yep. Um, she's actually... ...does Breakfast Radio on the so Central Coast. So does Julie Goodwin, doesn't she? Yeah, they both do. And they're oh. both against each other. Yeah. So yeah. one's for Star FM and the other one's for now. It was CFM, now Hits. They've oh, finally okay. all They've called, called it They've hits. finally yeah. called it Hits because they were a similar. Um, and like, look at her. She was on um, My Kitchen Rules, Dancing with the Stars... ...and I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of oh, Here. Oh, she was too. And now does it. But she's also was a chef and does have a cooking show as well and... Does she? Yeah, yeah. No way. She does. She does. I know Justin Schofield. And I actually Schofield. don't mind her. 
Justine Schofield's done well. Yes. And she's got a cooking show. She's a chef. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't watch it. Yeah. Um, I don't watch any really commercial television anymore. I watch streaming services. But, yeah. Um, on, yeah, you're right. There's a stage thing. There's, I think the uh, talent agencies are the ones that control the power in so many ways now. Absolutely. Because they're the ones that are putting candidates up. Mm. And then different networks within that group and Max Markson. Is it Max, Max Markson? Yeah. yeah. His, he gets his hand in and all of a sudden all these people are starting to do things. Mm. Like, for instance, Jess from the last maths, mm. the one that mm. – the cheater, mm. supposedly. Duck lips. Yeah, well, she has been involved. I, I actually think I, I feel I actually do feel a little sorry for her because <coughs> I think she's just been caught up in the hype, and it's all about wanting to be then a celebrity. More fool her. Yeah, but she sorry. wants to be a celebrity. Yeah, and that's it, and that's what they do. They're not going on these shows, especially like those shows, yeah, like your Love Island and your Bachelorette and Bachelor in Paradise and all of them. You know, you can see it. Some of them are there purely to get their head. 100%. On television. 100%. All right? No ifs or buts. Well, actually, just speaking of which, Love Island, Erin was in the jungle. Mm. She's been booted. Mm-hmm. What did you think of her in the jungle? I never watched – I've only ever watched one series of Love Island and yep. that was the last one. So I never saw Erin. So for me, when – I wasn't going to watch I'm yeah. a Celebrity out of here. Uh, get me out of here. I looked at it and went, mm. And I'll tell you why in a minute. Like, oh, no, I'll tell you now. It was like, oh, I don't know. Like, Rhonda, she's, you know, you know like, really? Who are? And I was sick of seeing AFL footballers go, yeah. oh, well, it's coming from Melbourne's, obviously, you know, 10 Network, because they had more AFL than um, NRL or any other um, yeah. codes. And I wasn't, wasn't a huge, huge fan of Miguel. Yeah, okay. Only because I don't like the living room. Yeah. Okay, it just wasn't my sort of show and I went, oh, God. And I don't like Julia uh, Morris in I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. I liked her in mm. House Husbands and I've liked her as a stand-up with some things. I was like, oh, he is fantastic. Miguel? Yeah. Wasn't really? Go- yep. Wasn't going to watch it. Went up to see the daughter and, you know, the one, oh, we've got to watch this, we've got to watch it. And I'm, here we go. And I got hooked. Seriously? Yeah, and I went, I wasn't going to watch this one. And I, um, yeah, he's just a really, really nice guy. Miguel is? Yeah. I just think he's just lovely and I love, you know, the Spanish and he's their cook and Rhonda with her stories. And, yeah, I was like, who's this Erin? You know, all I could see was this little bottle brush and her trying to save her, you know, her eyelashes. And then, and I know it's all set up and we all know it's staged and I don't care about the... The trials and the food challenges. I like listening to their conversations. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. listening to when they ask each other about things. And there's been some really nice moments on it. Um, Rhonda and a Billy Brownless, I think his name was. Oh yeah, yeah, a- yeah. Retired AFL. Yeah. And they were just down doing the dishes and just having a chat, chit chat. And he was talking about. Um, you know, his marriage breakup Ooh. and about – no, nothing bad. No, no, no. Didn't throw his wife under the bus, ex-wife under the bus. So, do you know the history behind that? No. Okay. Right. So, But um, what I liked was he was talking about how men don't really talk 
you know, and, you know, beyond blue and are you okay and, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. men of his age and his generation. Um, but I, he kept a lot of it in. He, he's a real I, – I don't know that his marriage was over um, with his wife and, I, and, I, and I don't, I'm not going to quote him, I'm not going to tell yeah. the full story. But basically he was on the footy show on Channel 9. The um, – The Melbourne footy show. Yeah, the that, AFL. Yeah, the swear words. Aerial ping pong. Yeah. So he was on that. And one of his good mates mm. that was on the show with him, mm. Gary Lyon. Yeah, I know who that is. Ran off with. Oh, really? But I think it was his ex-wife. I think they'd broken yeah, up. Yeah, but still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was the controversy. and, and Okay. There was, yeah, so there was a lot of that going on. Yeah. And um, he is considered in Melbourne. He's a knockabout bloke. He's, yeah. One of your mates, he talks about, come on, we'll go knock back a few frothies. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, um, he was a tough footballer. Yeah. Um, so I think it's nice. Dermot Brereton. I loved him on the show. Yeah, because he... And I loved Shane. He showed a different side. Yeah. He, Shane Crawford's a fucking yeah. idiot, isn't he? Yeah, he's funny. But, and this is what we're saying with another side. So in a part of it, um, since you haven't been watching it... Um, yeah, I, haven't, I haven't seen... I've seen a couple of clips on, on um, Daily Mail or um, something like that and that's it. Yeah. I've not seen much at all. Well, they have a, a, a master minion thing. Yeah. And um, Erin and Rhonda had to wear these big balloons, human balloons, and they had two of the South African um, men with spears and they had to answer questions that if they got it right, moved over and then whoever, you know, didn't get popped, they were the master. Anyway, Rhonda ended up being the master. Yeah. And Erin was her minion. <sighs> um, what a beautiful soul. Who? Erin. Get out of here. No, she would like – and, you know um, – Rhonda in one of them was like, okay, do you want to tell me a bedtime story? And it was like, once upon a time there was this beautiful lady called Rhonda and she was just really caring and would give Rhonda a massage. And and I'm going, wow. She also, um, just before she went into the... You know, they come up... They open up with some personal stuff when they forget the cameras are there. Um, She had to get rid of her ovaries or something. She can't have children. Oh, fuck. You know, and she was telling that and Miguel's like... ...got really upset. Like, you see the human when they forget the cameras are there... ...and when people say, oh, surely they can't... ...they've got to realise the cameras are still there. I'd say you'd get desensitised after a while. Mm. Do you know what auditioned for Big Brother? Did you? Mm. It was um, the second season. It was after Anne-Marie, uh, oh, yeah, Mar- yeah, you yeah. know, all that sort of stuff... ...and Ben and um, whatever his name was, Blake... And, um, yeah, I had heaps of people saying, you should, you know, you should apply for Big Brother. They're either going to love you or hate you. Yeah. And I went through the first screening and that and I stopped and I pulled out because I thought I will forget those cameras are on and I'll end up talking about stuff that, that I shouldn't probably shouldn't about. talk about. Yeah. And it's not my family that's going on it or my friends. It's yeah. me. So I think you've got to – I wasn't wanting to go on it for fame. I wanted the money. Yeah, that would have been great. But, um, yeah. So. Yeah. Well, let me tell you about Erin on. Love Island? She was a right little fuck. She teamed up with. And this is where I talk about they're all intertwined. Now, I'll give you an example. Mm. Currently on the Instagram runaround, there's a girl from Maths. Mm. They all live on the Gold Coast. A girl from. Love Island, mm. 
and a girl from the last season of The Bachelor, all the besties and all hang out because they're all represented by the same agency. Of That's the whole thing. Right. Okay. So here's the funny part about Erin. And I think you can go back and watch the season on Channel 9 on their catch-up mm. of, of Love Island. Please, please, please watch it because it's fucking hilarious. Um, Aaron hooks up with Eden. Fit as fuck. Big mm. bloke, fit as fuck, right? And they're the lovey-dovey couple from start to finish primarily, mm. right? And she's tiny. like She's only a wee yeah. little thing. You forget how little she is. And uh, so they're all – and they're so cocky they're going to win it. Yep. Right? I mean cocky as all fuck. Anyway – they don't win it. It gets down. They're in the Top final two. two. Yeah. And the other couple wins it. And to see the look on their faces of like literally smacked asses. And they were smug pricks all the way through it. They were fucking assholes, right? And I think that drew the public in to go, no, no, fuck you guys. You're not going to win it. Mm. Uh, the other two that won it didn't stay together either. But mm. literally as soon as the show was finished, Erin and Eden, no more. Well, how many of them do stay together? Precisely. And it's, look, it's... Seriously. But it's it's an angle. Now, when we talk about agencies, Eden, you, you'll, you'll laugh your ass off because you'll know straight away, hooked up with someone from maths last season mm. at a party or whatever. Yeah. Cyrell. Did he get her pregnant? Yes, he did. And then they broke up but they're still... And now they got back together. Yeah. They're trying it again. Yeah. She's what, due in March or something? Yeah. She's a fucking lunatic. Oh. Now, who's if if you go back and track them, you'll see <laughs> that still makes me laugh thinking about it. You'll go back and you'll see photos of the engagement party with her family and they're all smiling and happy because she's yeah. pregnant and yeah, she's yeah. gonna get married. And his mum and dad stand there like, Oh fuck. But like it just it's it's not staged, it's a fuck up. Yeah. Right. Um yeah, it's not that popular. Like it's not it's in the Daily Mail, that's it. No one's talking about it. What no. No. So, I only know because like, 'cause I've 'cause they've know, been on flicked. TV. They've no use no, to them anymore. No, that's right. Cashed in. Leave Your for the, fame has gone. Goodbye. That's exactly move right. on. Yeah. Off to the next. Yeah. Um You see like Jess, like good Jess. Yeah. And it's not about me. Blowing smoke up her ass. As I an listen exercise. to I listen to that podcast. She sounds real. She is. She is. She called a spade a spade. You know of oh yeah well you know they'll connect you. I, I listened to it and I went yeah yeah it makes so much she sense. Is. But she was legit about going on the show to find someone. Oh, I, there are genuine ones. Yeah, for sure. She naive I, but genuine. I actually watched that episode when they got together recently, and I sent her I sent her a, a clip that I saw. And I said, fuck, this seems like a long time ago. And she just laughed like she's cool. She then went back out on the dating circuit mm. and she had a new lease on life for herself and she yeah. was, you know, people were, you know, uh, people were like um, wanting to uh, like pap shoot her and mm. then she got involved in, in weight programs, like losing weight and stuff like that. But she will tell you, she said, I, I got to the, the point where I was just going to give like, I think it was either Tinder or something. I was just ready to give dating away and just go, oh, fuck, I don't need this. Yeah. And she met this guy and he said, look, just if we catch up and just see what happens. And 
and uh, now they're, they're, they've had a baby and they're about to get married like next year, this yeah. year. But she wasn't doing it to become rich and famous. Yeah. She wasn't doing it to get Instagram followers. She wasn't doing it. She just – she was legitimately on there. And that's about – that's like she was in the third season. Yeah. I think we're going into what, sixth season now or something like that? Something like that. I haven't watched all of them. I think that's gone now. Yeah. I think that part – because – and I can, I can say, I've spoken to her. I've talked about all sorts of things. I've asked her thousands of questions both on the podcast and off. Yep. And she's been nothing but upfront. Mm. But when you see the likes of Erin – and because Erin then disappeared after Love Island. Yeah. Eden pops up and then knocks up Cyril. Like, in your right fucking mind, like, what are you doing? Exactly. Like – and then um, – and now Eden pops back up and she's on this and and then you talk about – what was the guy from Maths that's now on dancing? Oh, Dean. What the fuck? He was a dick on – he was a dick. And, and that was their first attempt, mind you, if you go back and look at that season. Of the controversy and the starting of the behind each yeah, other's yeah, plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the one that he did it to, Ryan, is on I'm a Celebrity. And who was Ryan yeah. hooked up with on I'm a Celebrity? Get you on at, Charlotte. With Charlotte. Is that? Do you think that's legit? Yeah, I do. In the way that it is for the moment, I think they're both obviously um, people that like affection and yeah. an attraction. There, look, it's not going to like longevity. Who knows? No, nah. probably not. You know, of course, you know, if you're going to be re- real about it, she's one of probably the the princesses of reality. She's massive in England. Huge. She's got a huge following. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you know. it's nothing like like our expectations of so so she did obviously did Geordie Shaw. Yeah. And she also did um X on, X the, on beach. the Beach. Several times. Several times. She's been on a couple of times. Yeah. Which are both MTV shows. Yeah. She then hosted She's got the Charlotte Show, apparently. She's yeah. got her own show, the Charlotte Show. But in between she hosted a show with a guy that she was seeing from X on the Beach who's mm. got his own little um, celebrity fan base mm. called Bear. Oh, I know who Bear is. Yeah. Well, yeah. they hosted a show called Tattoo of Us. Yeah. Have you seen that? No. It's fucking pretty funny. Literally, say it's you and I go into a tattoo shop. Yep. I pick a tattoo for you and you pick a tattoo for me and we get tattooed and then they reveal it and oh. it's people stitching each other up. No, thanks. That's permanent. Yeah. One girl had a friend tattooed um, with a pile of – like a pile of shit on the back. I was just – yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they hosted that show. She hosted that show. And then Bear and her had a falling out and they fucked him off. And then they brought Scotty from – Geordie. Yeah. They brought him in. So she's got a massive, massive yeah. basis. They would yeah. have paid lots of coin to get her to do yeah. the Australian version. Yeah. It only would have made sense. They just get right just – yeah. It's just, just well, he had already said, you know, if there's someone prior to him going in, if there is someone, yeah, you know. But apparently, they, from what he said, they offered him the bachelor, or oh, to be either off. on the bachelor or the bachelorette, and he went, no. Nah. Really? Yeah. I know that he went in the stand. I didn't mind him actually. He I was... felt sorry for him to be honest. Yeah, but the Dean thing—that was all staged. Of course, it was, well, and we... that's the same as you know with Cyril and you know the the last season that's all happened. That's it. And now the way they're advertising this one oh. is the same. Like uh, married at first sight and you've got controversy. Like that's… What about the guy that's… Apparent- and I haven't seen it. 
I've only been told by by Jess actually mm. that the dude is scrubbing. Is a guy scrubbing the toilet with her toothbrush? Oh, I don't know. Like scrubbing poo particles off the toilet with her toothbrush, or vice versa. Yeah. Why who does that? But if you if you look at like I saw the interviews and different things, mm. um, they've up the bogan level. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, like, let's go for the ratings in the trash. Yeah. And then you've got all your other ones like, what are those ones where the parents don't like the... Yeah, I've never watched them. No, 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 I haven't watched no. any of them. Um, what are your favourite reality shows? I'm Survivor. Oh, I'm hanging for and, and this season. And let me tell season. you, right, I like Australian Survivor. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the host's name? Come on, Jonathan. Jonathan. Yeah. I always think of his brother. Anthony. Yeah. And Jonathan does an amazing job. He's great. Like he really – when he first got – I went, yeah, you're really? not Jeff, right? But he does a fantastic yeah. job. Now, when that finished, I then went and watched the, the American one. How do you feel about the American one now it's that still, we've got our own? Still, still Jeff. And the American one, the way they edit it, the way they cut it. And they had controversy this year – where they had to kick a contestant off. The girls were making complaints there was unwanted affection, Ooh. that he was putting his arm around Ooh. them and and they showed it and they cut it and they went, yeah. And then um, an incident occurred when they were going back to camp. Yep. They were getting on the boat but with a staff member like of the production team mm. and they made mention. They went, yeah, we're going to have to pull him. And they pulled him. If you go back and find the episodes and watch it, even the way they explained it in the finale was very professional and it was acted on very, very quickly, right? And it, they just have the level of professionalism that we're not quite at. Mm. We're not – I mean, I, I still think ours is good. I, I don't – I'm sick of seeing – don't bring back stars, bring new people in. I want this one to be – I think this is going to be awesome but then I think we need to go back to just uh. the normal public. I don't want to say that fucking model, that Dave. Oh, he's a f- international model. He's a fucking idiot. You know who I, I loved? hated him, and I was that close to winning last one. I loved Luke, King of the Jungle. Luke Turkey. You know, oh, I liked Luke. He actually did well the second time because he had a target on his back, Absolutely. and he managed it well. Yeah. But in the first one, he was awesome. He was. He <laughs> Him was, and Jericho. Yeah, Jericho yeah. was great. I haven't watched Americans. This this is really how long it's been since I've watched American Survivor, Boston Rob. Okay, so this and this is where the is American are they ones, still together? Yeah. Yes. Four kids or three kids or something. Yeah. yeah love it. Well, I'm going to tell this. Fuck. This is about to blow your mind. You think the Australian All Stars is going to be good? Why mm. do you hear this? In the last episode. Of uh, American Survivor, mm. they had. Um, listen to us talking about TV shows. I know. They had um, uh, Idol Idol Island, Idol Islands, yeah. And basically, what it was, you got selected to go to this Idols Island, right? Mm-hmm. And you got in a boat because it's all done in Fiji now. Yeah, yeah. They get in a boat and off they go. And on this island, there's two big wooden uh, sculpture structures, mate. Yeah. One's Boston Rob, and one's no. Is it not Cassandra? No, the woman who's won it. She's won it twice. Okay. Oh, 
I don't know. Fuck, I feel like it's... You'd know if you saw her. She's kick-ass. Okay. So what happens is they go and they, he, you turn up the aisle and you look at these things and go, fuck, and then they come walking out. Boston Robin. Yeah. Oh, that... What, and are they the captains of the team or sort of... Well, and part of the idol idols is that they... You go there and you get a mission to do or you get a test. You yep. can take it yep. or you don't. Yep. If you take it, it's a possibility that you'll win either immunity, a second vote or the ability to cancel someone's vote out. Like there's always yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you fail, you lose your vote. And the idea is not to tell the others and that you don't – when you go up to vote, you still go up to vote but you write no vote. Yeah. And then so obviously Jeff, when he reads them out, right? Yep. And no one knows that. Mm. And the idea is, is not to tell the others and then you've got to come back. But they said them and it was each time someone went there, they, they learnt a lesson. Yeah. Sandra, not Cassandra, Sandra. She's um, like, of, like a Mexican. I know who it is. Yeah. Yes. She's fucking yes, awesome. Yes, I remember her. So those two would coach these people to yep. be better survivor players. Yeah. Right. Yep. Okay, so that, that was that. Then they would go to tribal council and they'd be sitting in this little hut listening and, and gathering information and then someone else would go. So all of these people were going but they weren't telling the others that Boston Rob and Sandra were there, right? So it really stepped it up. It was a bit different. Yeah. Um, it was – yeah, it was good. It was really good. Now, you think that was good. The next one of American one is an all-stars one. Mm. And Boston Rob's in it and so is Amber. Are they on the same team? But possibly they're going to go up against each other. I'll never forget when they fell in love and like they got separated and he turned around to one of the other competitors and said, look after her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, when he got voted yeah. out. look after her. So, yeah, yeah, I'm um, looking forward to all-stars but I'd really like it to be after that. I'd like to see some... Just um, yeah, go back to just go, com- yeah. Comp- yeah, competitors, contenders. Yeah, I think it's um, and and so that that's my go-to when you talk about reality TV, yep. right? I'm interested to know about mine. That's mine as well, but I also like Gogglebox. I love Gogglebox. Love Gogglebox because it's real. Yeah, and you go. I was thinking that. <laughs> yeah, would you go on it? Um. You've got to be a couple and my man goes to bed too early and wouldn't watch all the crap that I would watch. You have to be a couple. You'd be best friends. Yeah, but you'd still it's a big commitment. Yeah, the, the, the two, you know, the two physiotherapists, um, Simon and... The boys? Yeah. Yeah. They've pulled the pin. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Which yeah. is a shame. Yeah. Um, I like um, I like Keith. And Lee, the good old. Uh, <laughs> I loved Angie and. Um, yeah, Evie. Evie, they were great. Yeah. I. Um, well, you got some local ones out here too. Isn't there a Penrith? Isn't that that, that big family? Big family, yeah, Penrith yeah, yeah. That have been together since they were kids. Yeah. Um, he's the. Um, he's a nurse. They got a great story, actually. They got a great story. Yeah. All those kids, one girl. Yeah. Fucking one girl. <laughs> Um, yeah, they were young, 
like high school, got together high school yeah. and started producing kids and yeah. never stopped and yeah. battled and yeah. Yeah, finally got their own house. Yeah. I, I find that entertainment versus reality. Like it is reality. It is. It's entertainment. But it's entertainment. That's the diff- and that's the difference, yeah. yeah. And that's what you would call, even though they're reality shows, is your your idols and your voice and your ex factor and all of them. But, you know, when you look back at them in hindsight too, especially our Australian ones, um, who really has gone on and done anything major, major? I reckon you could name... Ricky Lee. Ten out of... I reckon you could name ten people out of all of those music talent shows. And most of them... ...will come from the first or second series of them. You reckon you can name ten? Yep. Is that your final answer? You can't... Do you, here's where we get to test each other. Mm. I can name at least ten out of all of those shows... ...whether you think they have or haven't... ...that they have had longevity. Can you name eleven? I'd have to start doing the names. Because I've said ten and I don't even know if I can get ten... ...you're going to say name them. Yeah. What about twelve? Let's go. Let's go a dozen. Let's see if you can name a dozen. A dozen. I'll help you out. Okay. Start from the start. Have to, Mister Guy Sebastian. Yeah. Shannon Noll. Yeah. Ricky Lee. Yeah. Rob Mills. Yes, didn't think of that one. Paulini. Yeah. Now that's just Australian Idol. Yeah. Dami M. She had a very large head. Still very talented yeah. and has been doing things, right? Yeah. And he's still doing things. Yeah. Now remember, I said talent. Not just singing. Yeah. Concertine. Did he come through there? He came through um, Australia's Got Talent or X Factor. He won. Okay. He won that. He's on I'm a Celebrity at the moment. Yeah. How many have I got? got seven. Seven so far. Now this is where I'm going to start feeling it. No, oh, he hasn't got it anymore though. That little kid. He was 16. Oh, no, that little dude. Reese Maston. But probably not anymore. That's a fucking stretch. That's a stretch. Did I say Paulini? Yeah. Shit. I got to seven. See, I was thinking ten. Come on, help me. You said you were going to help me. Anyone from The Voice? I can't think of anyone from The Voice. Ah, uh, yes, I do. Seriously, yes. who? Who from The Voice? Um. Oh. Who? She's changed the name and, and she'll blow you away. Who? Uh, what's she called? Something blue. Okay, I just thought of another one, Samantha Jade. What was she on? Oh, she played um, She played Kylie in the Michael Hutchins thing. She's been doing stage work Yeah, as but well. wh- where did she come through? Samantha Jade? Yeah. X Factor? Okay. Yeah, I think when Ronan and Guy. I didn't know that. Yep, Samantha Jade. What's the one I'm thinking of? The one I'm thinking of is probably currently more relevant than anyone else. Who? Um, I'll tell you a name. Oh, you're having to rely on the computer. I got at least eight out. I got eight out of ten. No, because this one changed the name. I, um, she, she went on there. Like she's a redhead, tall redhead. Tall redhead. Yeah. On The Voice. I'm sure it was The Voice. Mm. And Vera Blue. No, don't know. She her. was on the show as Celia Pavey. 
Vera Blue. And now she's Vera. Yeah, she plays in all outdoor gigs around Australia and everything now. She's massive. Mm. Check out, yeah, put Vera Blue. Celia Parvey. Yeah. Yeah, don't know that one. Yeah. Um, and there's another one who's like a jazz singer, Emma, Emma Pask. Yeah, don't know that one. See, that's what I mean. I could only get eight. There you go. I thought I could get ten. Uh, Emma Pask is an awesome jazz singer. Um, who was the dude that you said? Reese Maston. Yeah, which one's that? He was the young one. Um, Want to be a rock star? Is that the guy that's just come back with all Botox no, and shit that in his was face? Jack. That was Jack. So there's another one. Yeah, but he hasn't. Yeah, but he hasn't really done anything. He came back. What about that dude Lee something? It was the Wasabi, singer of Wasabi. Was he the funny looking dude from Australia's Got Talent and he was homeless or something? I think he was on the Channel 7 one. But he's come back and like reinvented himself. Okay. Yeah, no, I can't think of any more. How sad's that? Lee Harding. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, here you go. Casey Donovan. Yeah, so you should have known that straight off the and bat. I did, yeah, and the other one, Carice Eden. Who? Carice Eden. Oh, sorry, I think of her first. Oh, here's another one. Oh, fuck. It was the Janice Joplin singer. What was the other there one? There you go, I got my ten. Ha, ha. No, you need number two. Need no. <laughs> you just gave me two of yours, I'll take yours. I'll um, buy a vow, thanks. Um, what was the other one? Was Oh, she was a good singer and she ended up an ice addict. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she looked like a straighty 180. She was in, you know when Paulini got together with those girls and they had their girl chick group? Yeah, I saw that group. She was one of those. Oh. She w- and she had won. She won um, Australian Idol. For those playing at home, I just overemphasized. She won. She won. She won. She won. Yeah. What'd she win? Uh, a drug habit. Yeah. All right, Paulini's group, what was she in? What do they call themselves? Don't know. Having to rely on the big Google. Where were we? Young been? Divas. Young Divas, yeah. That's who they Kate DeRuzio. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Wasn't she in. Um, crack, crack. Yeah, but wasn't Rehab. she. Um, wasn't she a pop star with Sophie Monk? No. No, no, no. I was all over that. Are you sh- well, there you go. There's another one, I suppose, whether you love or hate her or whatever. Sophie Monk. I don't hate her. I she just... was pop stars. Yeah. You know? Yeah. She's had longevity. Whether you like her or hate her, she's still uh, on television. I, you can't hate her. She's a bogan. She does the stupidest videos with her dad that you've ever seen. But they paid her to do Love Island. And she's not even there half the time. I know. And I'm just going to check with you. Where's Carr? Where's Carr? Stan Walker. Stan. He has. Didn't he? Um. End up. Who? Johnny Ruffo. Yeah. What happened to him? He ended up with. Um. He had some type of cancer or something in with the brain. Something happened to him. He ended up an actor. Yeah, and he ended up on um, Home and Away and also he was on Dancing with the Stars. You know who we've forgotten? Who? 
Anthony Kalia. Of course. How could we? My nan cried when he sung the prayer. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> Damien Leith. That's him. Yeah, wasn't he an Irish guy? Yeah. Yeah. Natalie Gauchi. She's a fucking great singer. Oh, I'm going to throw one out you should have thought of. Yeah. Matt Corby. Oh, what about this one? This is how racist what, we are. Conrad Sewell. Who? Conrad Sewell. What was he in? Did he do an? He did. He did. He did a. He did a talent show. Isn't that a dude out of Ghostbusters? Sewell. No, he's he's Australian. I'm looking. Matt up. Corby. Matt Corby. Why do I know that name? He's a singer. But you know the one we've been we've all missed out because we're fucking racist. Who? Jessica Malboy. I'm not racist. I didn't even watch that one and she is just the number one, isn't she? See, I don't think – isn't that funny? I don't – because I didn't watch her. Yeah. I don't think of her as a reality star. I think of her as an art, like a proper artist yeah. that didn't go through that. But, yeah, she would be the biggest. Her and Guy would be up there, have to be. Her, Guy and Shannon. Shannon. Well, you know, the wannabe oh, – can't stand it when people tell me about what about me. Yeah. I go moving pictures. Alex Smith, nineteen eighty two. Mm. Sorry. I actually had the tape, the moving pictures tape. Jessica Malvoy, of course. Yeah, I've of got course, all about her. beautiful. And it's not, but don't say that. I'm not racist. I love her. I think no, she's I'm just fantastic. Oh, here's one that we've forgotten. Who? And I can't fucking stand her. That M Emily Emily. Rusciano, Rus, Rusky, Rusciano. She ended up on radio. She's as bogan as fuck. Oh, g'day, Dale. Yeah, see, when you say that to me, then if I don't know them, they're not, they didn't make it. <laughs> if I don't remember them, they didn't make it. Because she, it's, you know. she literally was on breakfast radio and got the arse because she couldn't get on with other people. She wanted to run the show and um, oh, you know, I'm going to show you a picture of her and you'll know her straight away. Yeah. And you'll go, oh, that bogan bitch. Oh, shit. There we go. Oh, yeah, I know who she is. Yeah. So she went to radio. Yeah, but what show was she on? She was on Idol. Bull. She was. Because I've just always thought of her more as a... um yeah, a radio no. person. No, no. S- season two. Casey Donovan's one. Oh, was she? Yeah. She there got you go. voted out fourth. That was Ricky Lee Calder's as well. Was that that year? Yeah. Anthony Kalia. That was the third season. Was I oh, see, I always think that Ricky was in the first season. No. With Shannon and Paulini's. Rob and Paulini and Cosim- Cosimo, whatever her name Cosimo. was, that had to pull out. Cosmina. That's Cosmina? Cosima. Yeah, no, some, Cosima. So Cosima. That's what it was, Cosima. Delvito. Yeah, her. Because a voice went on her or something. Yeah. She was horrible. Rob Mills. I like Rob Mills. You like him because he got Paris Hilton and claimed a fame. I wouldn't be claiming that. I reckon he's done a lot more than that. <laughs> um, because he... He's act- in Neighbours now. Is he? Yeah. But he is. And, and, and it... On that stupid Masked Singer show he was on, right? But what they did say was that he's a triple threat because... Timber Matic. Was he on that? He was on... Sorry, you just we're still going there. Um, on the other Either one. Australia's Got Talent or... The, okay. the Channel 7 one. 
How's he going these days? Oh, well, didn't he have that... Um, the last gig I remember him doing was... Oh, was it that dance show? He was one of the judges with um, Danny Minogue. You know that anything they Danny were Min- like they were like a work. It was the work groups. You know, like this was the McDonald's crew against the. Oh, you know, you worked with the people that you it. danced with. Because I can tell you that Danny Minogue is the kiss of death when it comes to television shows. If you want to fuck a TV show, put I her on. I like Danny Minogue. I don't think she's a bad person, and she's a hot piece of ass. She looks better than us at our age. I know she probably had a bit of work. But let me tell you, she's a kiss of death when it comes to television shows. She fucks them up. Everything they go, yeah, we've got this new show, the dance one. Oh yeah, no, Danny Minogue. <laughs> How did that go? How's that going? You're cruel. So was he on that? Was he? Mm. Let's have a see what he's doing now. Dance boss. Live louder. 2017 returned to releasing music under the stage name Timomatic. On the 1st of April, why would they ever put that date in? You put the 2nd. The 1st of April, he released Suave, followed by Do What You Want in July. In December, Tim Amatic released a second EP, Stamina. April 2018, Seven Network announced Tim Amatic's been appointed one of the three judges in the up-and-coming new dance show, Dance Boss, alongside Shani Vinson. And Adam Garcia. Adam Garcia is good. He's quality. Hosted by Danny Minogue, aka The Kiss of Death. From October and November 2018, Tim Maddox will play Sam on a tour. Oh, okay. Was he on Saturday Night Fever? Uh, Not that I'm aware of. I think he was. Him and Marsha Hines. I think he played the DJ. It doesn't say it here. He he actually says that he was in the Australian season of Madiba, which is the musical celebration and life of Nelson Mandela. He's fucking Nigerian. He's not South African. He also supported Jesse J's tour in 2015. Fuck, things have been going downhill since then, haven't they? <laughs> like from Jesse J. I like Jesse J, by the way. Shannon Tatum's squeeze. 32. Fuck, he's only 32. There's his whole life ahead of him. Set it off. Was that the song that everyone was ranting over about Tim O'Matic? No, I thought it was um, Live Louder. Let's have a look at Yeah, set it off. He won. Most, oh, most played Australian work. I was right. Timbermatic was in it. Oh, really? Timbermatic or Tim Omarje um, will join the cast as Monty the MC at Disco Odyssey 2001. Let me tell you something, which is of quite of interest. Attached to the Wikipedia mm. is his official link. His official link for Timbermatic. And when you click on it, it's Japanese porn. Oh, are you kidding? <laughs> no, fuck <laughs> He's a superstar. Oh, the things that people... Don't type in like a nice simple word like balloons. You might not know what you get. Yeah. Yeah. That's Tim and Maddie. That's, and that's, that's the website attached. This is, it says official site. Yeah. So, yeah. So, oh, hang on. He played in the Nicki Minaj Pink Friday tour. 
Then he was in Pitbull's Planet Pit World Tour, mm. Jesse J's Australian Tour. This has got to be a wind-up. That's a 2015. Then 2017, he was in the High Vale Secondary College Millennial Tour. Okay. That's got to be a fucking wind-up. So we have proven that when you think about it, there has been at least 12. Yeah. We've got to decide whether they're stars. Well, that's why I'm going, uh, uh. Do you think it, it is it's, – it's not pushed them into stardom? Actually, and I'll tell you something, you're going to hate this when I tell you. Mm. If you wanted to really look at successful people that have had gone on to music careers, you, yep. you have to push them through our soapies. Neighbours. Yeah. Because, you know, your girl, Kylie, mm. and we Australians as, as a, a population laughed at Kylie. Including and, me. And the England, England embraced her. Well... Because they loved neighbours. Yeah. But Delta <coughs> couldn't act for shit. Stop swearing at me. She couldn't act for shit. And she went on to prove that um, she could sing. Oh, look, I'm not going to deny the woman has a voice. Yeah. And the woman has talent and can play the piano and has legs up to her armpits and all of that. She's a long face. <laughs> Yeah, and I'll just – I'm going to be nice. No, no, say it how it is. Remember, this is zero fucks. Yeah, I know. I just – you know, I said to you, I don't – there's like – yeah, I just don't like her on The Voice. I just don't like her on The Voice. I really – and I wish when we do have The Voice, I hope that they stick to having at least two – at least two Australian judges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Do you watch it? Do you watch it religiously? Yeah, really. Yeah, okay. And I've seen. Look, I've had a few friends that have auditioned for um, Idol. I had one particular friend that auditioned for Idol and got through to the top forty, and then I think maybe the top twenty. And they had to sign something. He didn't want to sign um, that he wouldn't do his own original music. And he also went on to the X Factor as well, but was probably a little bit too political for them. So I really do believe it's not necessarily always the best voice. It's the best person that they can market. Absolutely, 100%. You know? Pop stars prove that in the day. Oh, without a doubt. Um, and then, you know, you've got people like last year. I wonder how he felt because it was a big call for him to do it. Nathan Foley going on The Voice. Now, you're already a high five Oh, yeah. Singer. You've won Arias. Yeah. I saw him on a cruise ship a few years back and it was quite funny because he says, I know you all probably remember, you know, growing up with me, blah, 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 blah. Now, he went on The Voice and he didn't get through. Oh, he didn't even make audition stage? No one turned the chair? Yeah, okay. No. You think that's a plant? Yeah. Fucking let's kick him while he's down. We're going to give him no, twenty thousand for his maybe, appearance. I think it might have been a. Um, it's not just about your voice. Sometimes mm. I don't know. Mm. You know, I know there was a few, and like I mean, you're also talking two international singers, artists. How how that didn't you know they don't know what we think's good compared to. So so I'm going to tell the big you, wide world. I'm not, I'm not I'm not letting any cat out of the bag, right? No. 
when you talk about the mass singer, yeah, right? And I know how much you love that show. I fucking hate it. It was the dumbest show ever. And the judges pretending they didn't know yeah. who the singers yeah. were. And obviously they do uh, rehearsals and they do like fuck off. Don't like you're full of shit. Mm. Like, but Joe Public, dumb cunt that they are, goes, oh, yeah, this is a great show. They don't know. They're fucking idiots. So I won't watch it because it's just purely appealing to lower intelligence. He says before he goes, did you watch it? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, but I'm saying, but, but I watched. A no, few... I'm asking you have like, you have, you, know, you <laughs> I'm, don't I'm know not, whether I watched it or not. No, I'm not calling you. No, no, but you don't feel like, you didn't watch it to go, oh. I wonder if Dave Hughes like, – fuck Dave Hughes. No, I was more – I wonder if I can guess. Yeah, that's And right. I'm proud to that's say right. I guessed the two that I knew who they were. Yeah. I knew without a doubt Denny Hines and Kate Sobrano. Yeah, I knew Denny Hines. I knew straight away. I knew and that Kate – And Kate Sobrano, even even. Come on, the way the... she moved. Yeah. Like I'm going big – you know, a bigger voluptuous – like I just love Kate. Did you I, see how beautiful her teeth look? She's just a beautiful person to me. Yeah. She, she love, love her. I teeth just, are beautiful. I just love. And she's a good singer. Oh, and Denny Hines is an arrogant little fucking thing. Though. Oh, she can be, can't she? Yeah, she is. She's. I'm all that. She's like that. Clicking. But you're not. No, she's not. Mum is. Mum's kick ass. Mum's diva. Yeah. Um. But that program. They knew, right? Yeah. So my my theory with the likes of the Voice. You know, like they didn't turn around for Nathan Foley. They knew it was Nathan Foley. That's mm. what I think. Like, yeah, we've got this high five. Because they've got rehearsals. They've got people walking around. Yeah. They, so they, they're all mic'd up and they've got of the course, earpieces I'll, in. I'll just intervene for a minute too. We had another girl that um, up our way. She auditioned for The Voice. Yeah. Now, um, I know that she's getting work on cruise ships and, you know, doing doing her bit. Yeah. There and and been in shows like the one thing I will say about the voice I like is that they do send in an um, not to the judges but they do send in an audition yeah. tape like yeah. they know they're getting at least a decent singer we're not going to have you know the auditions that you do get of Idol that people that you know yeah, yeah can't yeah. sing and you've got to have Dicko. God, look at that. I'm saying Ian Dickinson saying, you know, yeah. you're hopeless trying to be the wannabe Simon Cow. Um, but yeah. He was Simon Cow before Simon Cow was Simon Cow. Yeah. Dicko was doing that. Yeah, I know. He before was, Simon Cow had come out. Yeah, he was already into the yeah. industry beforehand. Yeah. No, but that character too, that ruthless Englishman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Simon Cow hadn't done it at that stage. Yeah. I think Simon Cow was tied up with El Devo. Yeah. At that stage. I mean, the guy's a fucking multi-millionaire. Look, you have Exploiting to get, people. Absolutely, but also has an eye for it, doesn't he? Before Simon Cow, Stock Ake and Waterman. That, oh. Do you want to go through the, the, their yeah, stable? Exactly. Like, fuck. It's just the way the industry works. That's but it's right. now what I find different, Stock Ake and Waterman sold CDs. Mm. Who buys CDs now? When was the last time you bought a CD? I haven't. I only buy Lenny Kravitz and Pearl Jam, and they're the only two no, I artists that I buy. I haven't because everything else I've got online. I just go Spotify. Yeah, I, ha- I still haven't committed to Spotify because I'm on Apple Music. Yeah, but um, yeah, my Spotify's my go-to, and I can find anything at all. Yeah, you know, I struggle sometimes with Spotify, or you see other people have made, you know, um, playlist a playlist, or you Google 
or Google, listen to me, you search the song and you go straight away and add it to your playlist, but it's been a remastered one or it's live and it's not uh, the right yeah, version. Yeah, so you yeah. really have yeah, to... Yeah, actually Spotify does have those. You like have a few that might be three different, like, you know, yeah. my favourite band in the world, Fooies. Yeah. You know, you might have put Everlong in there and there'll be the acoustic, the live, the remastered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you've got to go, which one do I want? My son sends me um, obscure ones because I don't listen to the radio. Yeah. I listen to podcasts and I listen to music that yep. I just sort of go, at that era I stopped. Um, but my son got me into, when you talk about music stars and people that actually, mm. my son got me into um, Gang of Youth. Who? Gang of Youth. No. Fantastic. God, I'm getting old, aren't I? Fantastic. Now, when he got into it, I actually I'll finish the, the, the podcast tonight with one of these songs. When he got me into it, he was going for a really rough stage. His grandfather had passed away. Yep. And he was, where do I fit in? And I don't live with my dad and I'm not living with my mum. I'm living at my grandmother's and and Dave, the the lead singer, tells a story of where he was in his life and what he was contemplating and my son just related to it. So I liked him without listening to him because mm. I know that it healed him. Yeah. And then they released the, the next CD and he then went to the got it and got it got me a copy and got it signed by the band. Yeah. And cool. went, oh yeah. But I loved him. And the music is fucking fantastic. I put that in two places. I go, great music, but my son introduced me to that. Like I, if if you go back through my son's catalogues now, he'll go, Lenny Kravitz, Pearl Jam, mm. Chris Cornell, Soundgarden, Foo Fighters, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Nirvana. Like he listens. Like they've 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 all made a resurgence back yeah. into the retro style, yeah. and these kids love them. So I go. Well, I introduced him to that. Like I took him when Pearl Jam released the movie 20, which was their 20-year. I took him, him and I went to Gold Class to watch it. And he's like, oh, man, I'm watching this, you know. like. So he's got this affiliation with Pearl Jam that he's grown up with. Yeah. And now he's now going, here, Dad, his gang of youths. I can tell you, they're a really good band. Yeah. Okay. Dave LaPepe, that's the lead singer. Dave LaPepe. Yeah. And I'll tell you this, get this. So Kelly goes to the signing. I always say I'm never going to say his name and I always fuck up. So Kelly goes to the signing with his girlfriend at the time and they get signed and uh, they're going to get a picture together. And Dave LePepe goes, come here, man, I'm giving out hugs today. And just gives him this big hug. And my son needed it. Yeah. It was just perfect. Timing. Oh. And he's a big man too. But, um, yeah, I'll show you. They're a good band. Anyway, that's someone that's made it through without the likes of – a show. Yeah. Without the reality TV. Yeah. Without that. Are we going to see that all the time? I worry for the music industry. Yeah. You I know? worry for artists. And I worry like for… proper artists. Yeah. Well, I worry for Australian artists, are right? Yeah. Um, actors. That includes actors. Yeah. Because we, we're full… Like, don't get me wrong, I like reality TV. Do your stint. Yeah. Do your time and fuck off. Yeah. Don't then spend the next three years chasing the next gig, the next that's, gig, and that's the what gig. they're doing. Yeah, you know, you're not like what, what, what do you want to be famous for? Do you want to be famous for being famous? Are you an actor? Are you a singer? Are you a chef? Are you? I, I'd be, I'd be actually, I'd be more. 
inclined to like them if they went, oh, yeah, I'm using this because I want to be a chef. Yeah. Or I'm using – like Justine Schofield, you know, she's got – mate, when she's not doing a TV show, she's booked out all travelling around the country yeah. doing cooking displays and stuff like yeah. that. Um, like one of the girls that was on Married, she's a nasty little piece of work, like in so many ways when she was on it. She was with that stupid fucking Troy, the toothbrush. Remember that bloke? What season was that? Because so, I've only watched probably two seasons. Oh, okay, one. four or five, whatever yeah. it was. And um, so she, since she's come, she she's a hostie yeah. for Virgin, I think. Yeah, I don't know one of them. Look, she's not a horrible person. I don't. I don't. I sound like I'm giving her a bagging, but she's literally just trying to raise her profile on Instagram and to be a hostie. Not- I was going to say to be noticed. She's got a boob job and, yeah. I I, I have to admit I've got to take credit for being no, – this is me backhanded. You just reminded me of another one as soon as you said hosty. Uh, that Christine chicky babe that ended up on Studio 10. She was on Big Brother, the bigger lady. Oh, yeah, the radio. She's on radio. She's on radio now. Yeah, there you go. Um, Chrissy – Chrissy. Chrissy. Yeah, you know who Chrissy. I'm talking yeah. about. One was on with Reggie. She ran, was runner-up to Reggie. Reggie yes. won it. Yes. Yeah. Chrissy Swan. That's it. She's been radio ever since. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sorry, sidetracked then. That's all right. <laughs> but but so so what's the thing? Going to be what? Just going to be a hosty, yeah. a famous hosty, or yeah. like that? Um, the one in the last season. Who wants to? I call it the K, the, K, the K-Mac Kardashian. Martha, do you remember Martha and last yes, season? Yes, Martha and Michael. Yeah, they're still together. Of course they are. Apparently, I don't. I don't have. I don't follow them. Care factor zero. But what? So what's she fishing for? Five minutes of fame. Because she's not an actress. No, just look at me. It's that. Yeah, is it a wannabe Kardashian? She, she's Kmart cash. Yeah. And, and she half jokes about it. I sort of – I give them names all the time. Yeah. I see if they take off. Yeah. Uh, I like giving them a band, backhanded compliment. Like the – Ashley, that's the little – the one that's a hostie from a season a couple of years ago. Okay. Little blonde piece with the bucky teeth. No. And she um, – she'll post pictures and uh, of a sister. A sister just got a marketing degree or a law, de- law degree, I think it was. Yeah. And I go, hey, the hot sister and smart. Mm. Just being, just stir the pot a little bit. And now, that was last year. I'm not going to do that this year. Yeah. I'm thinking, I don't need to be sarcastic. I've got, um, <laughs> when you're talking about 15 minutes of fame, mm-hmm. I've got a family member that is. Oh, Careful. No, 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 no. Eight years older than me. No, 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 no. And back in the 80s was. Um, very big in probably more the late 70s, early 80s, uh, dancing, the disco. There used to be a place called Lucy's um, in George Street just opposite Hoyt's and it was a – when roller skating and think of Can't Stop the Music <laughs> era. I know I'm being – this is how far I'm going back. Just going to throw in there, Bruce Jenner. In I know, Can't Stop the Music. I know, with his yeah. little um, tank top, the yeah. signs were there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, she was um, very popular in – the dance scene and also did a lot of commercials back in 
the 80s was actually one of the first McDonald's commercials, Keep Your Eyes on Your Fries. Do you remember do you oh, McDonald's? No, you you the the fr- Keep Your Eyes on Your Fries. She did a Sheridan <laughs> commercial, the boxing ring, and was – remember when you used to have page three girls? Yes. She was Miss Daly M, you know, quite yeah. a few times. Yeah. Now, how long ago did I say that was? That she would did those things. Yeah. Long time ago. Yeah. We still put things up on our social pages, photos of what we were like back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did she? Let it go. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. And if there are some family members that end up listening, they'll be going, I know who she's talking about. Um, Yeah, yeah, still stuck back in. She's hanging on to it. Hanging on to it, like hanging on to it, like fingernails hanging on to it. So let me tell you about someone hanging, trying to hang on, but not in a good way. Yeah. And I can't think of a name, but let's see if it prompts your memory. She used to be a penthouse centrefold. She ended up on the block where she was like a a fitness mum. There was two mums that ended up uh, on the block. Mm -hmm. And currently she's going through a court case on the Gold Coast of extortion and kidnapping. Where she was uh, went out on a date, yeah, with a guy that she'd met from Tinder, mm-hmm. and the guy came back and she invited him in, mm-hmm. and then she demanded money, basically saying, "Well, if you want what's coming next, you're gonna have to pay me." He's like, "What the fuck are you paying me for?" Yeah, I'm not paying for this. Like, well, that's the deal. Like, why did you come back? For then her roommate, who's like she's forty five, forty six, yeah, yeah. Her roommate then came in, young 22-year-old, big strapping bloke, and tied this bloke to a bed and said, you're not fucking going anywhere till we get the money. And then what? took him and took him with his card to the ATM to withdraw money. What? Yeah, she's on charges. I can't think of a fucking name. Um, that was hanging on to fame. Yeah. Um, what the fuck? But she was like when you see photos of her. Yeah. Um, she. Um, That's so bizarre. Oh, the story is just crazy. It, absolutely crazy. If I shoot, if I could find a picture of her, I fuck it now. And I can't. I don't watch the block. Yeah, I've, I'm hit and miss with that. I've watched the last couple of seasons, but I haven't watched every. Susie Taylor. All right. Okay. I'll show you a picture. And to be fair, she's not. She wasn't ugly in a day at all. Yeah. Um. I'm just trying to find a picture that. Give me a look. Give me a look. Okay. Do you remember on the block? I don't know if I've watched that season, but her face looks familiar, which means I could have seen her on, you know, Woman's Day on New Idea while the block was, that season was on. Yeah, so she's on the Gold Coast. Let me give you the story on this one. You're going to love this. Oh, this is updated because this is January 24. Mm. Is that right? Fuck. Okay. Former reality TV star Susie Taylor has been charged after allegedly assaulting a woman 
before stealing her phone. This is a whole different thing. Oh, wow. The 49-year-old is accused of attacking the woman in the lobby of the hotel in Brisbane around 12.30pm on Thursday. It's understood Miss Taylor was arrested at the scene before being released with a court notice for a short time later. She is charged on one count of stealing and also on one count of common assault. It was due in court in February 24. The mother of three is currently on bail for a string of other charges. Taylor and a friend, female friend featured on the popular reality show The Block in 2005 took home $349,000. Yeah. What? Fuck, so she's gone again. What is wrong with these people? She, what is she hanging on to? Yeah. Yeah. Um, listen, this one. Fuck me. This is on the 10th of this month. Reality TV star Susie Taylor has been fined $300 after pleading guilty for breaching bail on the Reality Gold Coast. Reality TV star Susie Taylor has been fined. She was she trying to take my job, that woman? She was. You pressed the wrong button. Yeah. <laughs> she was fined $300 and conviction was not recorded. The court heard that she was arrested after an argument with her cousin over a pair of jeans. Oh, my goodness. Outside court, Taylor told the waiting media, I lost a bit of weight in prison so I needed to get a new pair of jeans because she's already breached bail and had to go back inside. <laughs> she's facing a string of charges over the alleged tender hookup where she's accused of holding a man captive and demanding money. A police statement published by the Courier-Mail reveals a 33-year-old victim alleges the pair were kissing and topless when Taylor, using the pseudonym Katie, said, if you want to go any further than this, you need to cough up some money. The man also claims he was tied up and beaten by Taylor and another man. His key card taken and $950 stolen from his bank account. In a statement, the alleged victim also reportedly claims Taylor said, I have rebels and bikies coming to my house chasing me for money, so I'm not letting him go until I get the money. Hang on, she had bikies That's what, chasing her. her. Allegedly, yeah. That's why she wasn't letting him go till she got the money off him. So that's her justification. Yeah. Because someone's wanting money from her, she wants to take money off them. Okay. So since that's happened, she's breached she's also, And she's stolen breached someone's bar. phone or something. She's breached bar, gone back inside. What is wrong Then she's with had a fight people? about jeans, she's been fined, and now she's stolen someone's phone. Yeah. Um, I think you might have problems, do so you? So cry for help. Yeah, poor me. And that? Um, after I won 300000 off the block, which means I won at least 150000 of that. Yeah. 175000 I feel really, really sorry for her. Not. Yeah, 49. And because... Our how, age. How, how... How embarrassing. Someone else's age. No, how, it's our age. Own it. <laughs> how how um, it started to get loose... Was when she was on the block, someone had a party on a boat in Melbourne because she lives on the Gold Coast. Yeah. But someone, while the block was going, yeah, uh, held a, a party on a boat, mm. and then she was on it drunk, topless, mm. with a tiny little uh, bikini on, like a little, yeah. just a string one. Yeah. And she's flashing it to the yeah, being papped, going, "Oh, look at the pap!" And the paps are like, mm, "God," and then that was the start of the end for her. Yeah. Here we go. This is this is October last year. Give me my money, Susie Taylor behind bars after the alleged Tinder beatdown. Yeah. Give me my money. Yeah. 
she um she's charged with extortion. Yeah, something's popped in her head. Fuck yeah. You know. So yeah, the um so that's, that's all of reality TV. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and we need to wrap it up here actually. Um so you're going to be watching Maths? Yeah. Married at First Sight? Yeah. I, I look, I always – the ones that I have watched in the past, I usually, you know, look at the first couple of seasons, the good old series link on Foxtel, you record them and, yeah, I either drop off or I don't. What about um, My Kitchen Rules new format? No, 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 no. Even gone, though it's a new format? No, 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 no. Those days are gone. What about – MasterChef nope. with three new nope. judges. No, nope. no. Don't nope. watch the cooking shows anymore. Not even going to give the nope. three new. Uh, no. Nah. Um, oh, no. Nah. Probably I, not. I, I don't even. Think I can't do the cooking competition shows anymore. I really would rather watch a good cooking show. Nigella. Well, Nigella's beautiful. Yes, yeah, she is. You know, Jamie, She's a queen. Jamie's not bad on the eye. What about Curtis Stone? Oh. He's a good-looking rooster. Yeah, love Curtis. Do you see when he used to do that surfing show with his mate? Did you ever see that on ABC? No. Surfing and cooking. Like they go out for a surf and then they just happen to come back and knock something up. Do you know, you know how he's married to an American? Yeah, but I can't think who it is. Do you know she was on um, Bold and the Beautiful? Mm-hmm. In the day, and she was in something. I have a funny feeling she might have been, believe it or not, either Melrose Place or 90210 for a little bit. And she was also on another show that she was one of the three main actresses. She's nice. Okay. Uh, and who's the one? He does the um, British Bake Off. He's got the beautiful blue eyes. Paul, he's an older, distinguished looking man. Englishman. Mm. I'm sure it's the British Bake Off. You do watch the cooking shows. Not the Australian ones. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm more of a bit of a, you know, if I go on the Food Style pro- channel and have a look. But I'm not an avid um, watcher You're not anymore. You... Have you got his name? Um, you haven't, have you? Is he grey-headed, dude? Yeah. Uh, British Bake Off. Not poor Hollywood. That can't be right. British Bake Off hosts. Sure it's the British one. Noel Fielding. Is that him? No. Is it Paul Hollywood? Let me look at his face. Uh, Noel Fielding. Yeah, it is. Paul John Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 53. He's a good dude. Pulls up grey hair. Hey? No, he's, he's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like him. Okay. I've never watched it. I, never I watched don't it. watch it either. I, I generally like, don't watch... I like him. I British didn't say I watch it. cooking shows <laughs> other than Gordon Ramsay. Him and Jamie are the only two that I've watched. But I've seen... Or Jamie him. Oliver. Yeah, but I've seen him, um, like, advertise here. I think he does... Their Master Chef as well, or used to do their Master Chef or Iron Chef or whatever it was. Iron Chef. As Iron a, Chef's an Asian one. That's fucking yeah, awesome. Yeah. Americans tried to copy it, but it's not as good. Yeah. As I said, like there's I know stuff about shows I don't even watch yeah. because you you know, you hear snippets. 
here and there. So, yeah. Okay. So, we're going to get updates on the jungle from you as well as um, maths. Mm. What about – I don't watch those other ones about the – the gay, like when gay people get married and the parents No, don't I don't watch any of them. I don't watch any of them. Yeah, I, I yeah. don't. There's just too much. And then you go, are you just putting that out there because nine and ten have put that out there and, you know, what, are we going to compete with reality TV on the similar context and then it gets weaker and so the, big question the audience is, is dumber? Here's a big question. Mm. Can, can reality TV compete with Netflix? Streaming services. Because you've got Disney, you've got Apple, Hulu. I think the tide's changing, definitely. Yeah. Are we going to see the likes of Netflix investing? Oh, there is one actually I want you to check out on Netflix called The Circle. Okay. Yeah. So if you think Big Brother. Yep. Except everyone's in an apartment, in their own apartment. Yep. And... They only communicate via a screen. Yeah. They call it the circle. Okay. And they'll go, circle, send the message to JJ. Hi, JJ. Just wondering what you're up to, what's happening with you. And that would send to you. And then you would say, oh, I've just got a message from KMAC. But the only interaction we have is that uh, you see my profile photos and I see yours. But that's not to say that you're who you say you are. Yeah, that's right. I could be putting up a fake profile. And that's what could happen. Which is a bit like catfish. And that's what you've got to check it out. Okay. Yeah. The circle. Yeah. No, it's, it's not it's not by any means it's not the greatest show on universe. Yeah, it's just another concept. It's just a thing you go, Yeah, you fuckers, you could actually be catfishing people and yeah. no one would know. Absolutely. Because it goes on every day. But they're all in the Absolutely. same apartment block. Like they're in yeah. the same. So do they walk past each other? Nope. What, they, can't, they don't leave their apartment? No, they're locked in. They're in there. But they might go, oh, because there's a, like a spa on the top. Yeah. And a garden. <clears throat> excuse me. In a garden they might go, oh, yeah, no, can we use that? And you'll see someone sitting in the spa and they'll go, hey, Circle, uh, I want to send a group message to the girls, for instance. Yeah. Hey, girl, what's cracking? Like, yeah, yeah, shit like that. But on it, I can't think of his name. I want to call him Chris, but I can't remember if that was his name or not. This gay guy. He was the nicest guy on it. And I think everyone liked him because he was just genuine. Yeah. You know, there was no bullshit about him. This, this is who I am. I'm the, but it's, uh, it's very interesting to see what people's perceptions of others are mm. and how they interact. Um, but, yeah. Concepts. You've got to come up with a concept. That's You've got it. To come up. And and what they're doing is going, Big Brother, social media, how do we make it work? Yeah. So. Well, we better wrap this up. We better. Yeah. And um, get you home. I know. So. The drive home. Glad to have you back. Thank you for having me. Pleasure. We're going to see more, more uh, of you on the air. We'll just schedule our time a bit better. <laughs> so until next time, thank you for coming. Thank you. And uh, we'll see you soon. Sounds good.